Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AV Insider, the show that you can find on ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. I'm your host, Johnny Mota, and I have been since episode one, unless, nope, that's correct, since episode one. Now we're 100 plus whatever. No big deal. As you're aware, we do these weekly. Welcome back, or welcome first timers. Hi, hello, thank you for joining us. The show is not about me, the show is always about my special guest, and today I have another one. By the name of Matthew Davis, who is the VP of New Product Development of Z-Wave Pro- at, at ZWaveProducts.com. Matthew, thank you for taking the time. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, man. So I would love to learn about everything and anything, anything and everything, depending on how you read or say things, uh, at ZWaveProducts.com. But before we talk about the history of the website mm-hmm. and what that means exactly, let's get, uh, or if you wouldn't mind telling us, a little bit about your background in this industry. So maybe this is your first job in the tech industry. Maybe you've had a hundred. Maybe this is your first job ever. I don't know, but if you could share a little bit about your background or a lot, I'd love to hear the story. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess uh, my background is kind of shaped what I've done. You know, as eWaveProducts.com. So it's kind of important. Uh, I actually started in creative. You know, I have a background, twenty years in print, graphic design, photography. Cool. And unlikely candidate, you know, for tech. You know, I'm not the the techiest guy. Uh, I kind of went and switched from marketing uh, to more tech stuff as a request of one of my clients who was ZWayProducts.com, and they said, "Hey, you know, we're kind of running out of graphics work, uh, but we really need a project manager. And what we want you to do is go out to all these buildings and figuring out, you know, what's going on." with our z-wave and it was kind of like here go out and we're going to throw you out <laughs> in the z-wave world and you're going to swim and uh so that's that was four years ago and I'm, they're still they still have me so i must be doing an okay job that's cool uh this doesn't really have anything to do with z-wave or, or the, our industry but i just wanted to touch on you said you came from the the print industry and uh design correct print and design right. yep. that's so, it uh, and we don't really have to go a lot into it. I'm just curious. So at one point in my quote unquote career or my many skew of jobs that I've had, arsenal of jobs, I did something similar. I didn't, I never got into the digital portion, which I really wanted to, but I didn't. So when I was very young, I was uh, at a print shop or several print shops rather, where I did all the photography work for the stuff that would go onto the metal sheets out to the, uh, the newspapers, right? Across our counties and things like that. And at one point I went at a different, print shop and where I was still doing photography stuff for um, Charles M. Schultz original artwork, right? So I remember being a kid like, this is so cool, you know, and uh, for people who aren't aware, where I live now, Santa Rosa, California is where Charles M. Schultz derived from and uh, or lived at one point, right? There's a museum, there's an ice arena, et cetera, and you can check it out. But it was cool. It was cool to see the artwork, the whole process. I really like film. I still have some really old uh, analog cameras, uh, Pentax camera from the seventies that I really, really enjoy and love. And I, I have a special play in my heart for, for print and the, the physical stuff. And, and but I, re- as I got older, I, digital was what I wanted, right? I wanted to draw and make my own comics and, and design mm-hmm. things. And so I have, you know, a, a whole bunch <laughs> of like paintings and, and hand artwork and different things and digital stuff I like to play with. I just, I wanted to touch on that because you had mentioned you had come from that area. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, similar backgrounds. Um, 
I kind of came from the print shop, you know, and uh, was with a couple of print shops and got that mentality in my brain and kind of transferred that everywhere where I went and made workflows and patterns based on that first, you know, successful job that I had. And uh, the thing that where I switched from the printing world and the graphics world into the tech world was Z-Wave is everybody was going website, you know, and they wanted you to build a website in 24 hours and give you six bucks. And that <laughs> it was kind of disheartening that there's 14 year olds that were out there, you know, and here's a, you know, 35, you know, 40 year old guy, you know, oh, I'll do that, but it's going to take me two days. And, you know, so I couldn't be competitive. So they started saying, Hey, you know what? Well, you're going to be much better doing this other work. And <laughs> I guess they were right. So it worked out in the end. I still like photography and I still do it uh, when I get a moment. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, if I, if I could, I would still be doing film, you know, but you know, what are you going to do? Uh, be ridiculed by all the other people that go, why are you using film? There's analog. I'm like, I just, yeah. it's just what I remember as it, you know, growing up, you know, something I like. The smells, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful <laughs> yeah. Working in, in, in a dark room for hours on it. Yeah. It's, it's a whole nother thing, but that's a whole nother podcast. So yeah. um, in regards to zwaveproducts.com, where you are the VP of new product development, give me an overview of what the website is. What exactly is zwaveproducts.com? So zwave products, you know, we used to be the guys that would get a whole bunch of stuff and then we would sell it on our website. Uh, we would be like the best cost of somebody that was out there. Okay. And it kind of was limited to items on hand, right? So if you were an installer or a customer, uh, you would come to us and we can almost guarantee you, you know, that we would have a terrific price. But the caveat was, you know, maybe we're only going to have that for two years or you yeah. know, years. And, you know, as these kind of projects started getting successful and there was less of that inventory to go out and grab, uh, we kind of had to change our tune. So we were successful doing that for 10 years. Uh, and then we kind of changed tact over the last two and end up starting to be more of a partner with some people, uh, more of a business partner with installers, kind of teach them, and then still doing the consumer game, you know, the B2C, you know, helping out. Consumer, you know, I guess it's onesies, twosies. So, um, kind of like a trifecta, uh, but, you know, people would go to Amazon or they go to Home Depot or they would go, you know, something like that. Right. And we tend to be the, the source of, hey, we're going to get you a good price, uh, but we're also going to tell you how to install that shiny new thing. Okay. So kind of like an online distributor for Z-Wave products that it also included helping with the install and, and the info associated to that. Is that correct? Yeah. So we were the value-added distributor. You know, that's cool. how we now okay and you, um, and and how long has this company or insight been around for the company itself uh in every entirety has been around a little bit more than actually now looking at it we're probably almost 13 years old okay and off air when we we spoke uh your website uh, and the company rather is part of the z-wave alliance correct we are a z-wave alliance member uh it's one of the things that gives us a lot of benefits um, we go and travel with the Alliance to a lot of shows, you know, so when they have trade shows like CES or IFC West or Cedia, uh, very often we'll, we'll participate in their pavilion. 
especially if we have something shiny and new, you know, to share. Yeah. Uh, and it's really nice because a lot of our vendors are there too. So we can kind of point out, Hey, you know, there's so-and-so and there's so-and-so and we can kind of have that uh, two or three times a year where we, um, you know, get together. So, uh, we're a very small part of the Alliance. The Alliance is huge. You know, they got, you know, you know, a couple thousand members now and you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of products and okay. they are the controlling body that makes sure that Z wave itself, uh, follows the rules. So, so sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that's the power of Z wave. So that's the one thing it has over its, you know, competitors that, uh, we have the Z wave Alliance that kind of, you know, toes the line, make sure that everybody's following the rules, they're certified products, and then they can be sold and then we can sell them. And that's okay. one of the things that we have as being part of the Alliance. Okay. Now, um, you said that you travel with Z-Wave, right? Uh, or Z-Wave Alliance rather, um, to some of those shows, right? So you, what do you say, IC West? Uh, did you say Infocom was one of them? Uh, we have never done Infocom. Uh, I don't know if the Alliance itself has done it. We've done, you know, ISC West, the security show, Cedia for the installers. And then this year we tried our hand at CES, which is just huge. Little bit outside of our niche. You know, it's probably not exactly, uh, we're more the uh, meat and potatoes kind of guys. And we're not the, you know, always having the, the shiny new thing. Um, but this year we had a couple special things to share. So we thought it would be important, especially the fact that we were kind of changing over our MO, you know, changing over our face. Uh, right now we're going through a complete rehaul of our website to try to take better advantage of the fact that, hey, we know something and we want to share it with the person that wants to buy something. So uh, that was kind of like the kickoff for 2018. Hey, let's celebrate with CES. So that was something new for us. Okay, so I wasn't at CES this year. Um, can you talk a little more about what you were doing there and what you were showing? Sure. Uh, CES for us, we were in the uh, Z-Wave Pavilion. Uh, the Z-Wave Alliance had uh, under its own umbrella all the new uh, and all of the trusted partners you know, for Z-Wave. I think there were 18 uh, participants. It was uh, one of the biggest pavilions in, uh, in the Sands. So it was, uh, and a lot of the guys, you know, that came there and girls, uh, you know, that participated uh, were showing off their lines. So we really didn't want to replicate that, you know, so the players that were there, you know, they were from Barrow, the, you know, AOTech, um, Vera was there and they were showing the products that we carry and love and sell. Um, so what we, you know, try to harp on is the th stuff that we're selling. Um, and also something that we came up with, I think we're on our, about a year and a half anniversary of it now, uh, is something called a toolbox. So we had the first diagnostic tool, uh, to actually look at your Z-Wave traffic. Hmm. And this is something that anybody can buy and anybody can figure out, you know, with, Kind of, you know, you, you definitely need to look at it a little bit, uh, but it's not something that you need a master degree or something like that. So we went to CES with the express purpose of saying, hey, we're, we're changing our ways. And we finally got where we wanted to be with this toolbox. Let's share both of these with the CES crowd and see how it goes. So this toolbox is something that was created by your company? It was created by our company, correct. Okay. But it's not necessarily something that you is... Uh... Well, yeah, so it's specific to your company, right? But anyone, assuming they have an account with your company, can buy this, correct? It's not like locked yeah, I mean, people. It, 
it's not even an account deal. I mean, if, if somebody, the, the target audience for the Z-Wave toolbox is an installer that does multiple installs, you know, maybe not per day, but at least per week. Uh, so they can get understanding, hey, you know what, I went in, this door lock won't pair with this controller, or I need a repeater, or I have some latency issues. Yeah. And I sat a truck there the whole entire day. Um, so yeah, so anybody that's in that market can come pick it up, uh, look at the user manual, figure it out, test it a little bit, and go to town. We also get some enthusiasts, you know, some guys that have Z-Wave in their home and they love to tinker. Right, right, right. So they love to tinker and they love to do things like, uh, hey, what's my uh, network doing? Or, hey, I have 160 nodes. And, you know, I want to figure out what all of them are doing. And we do get some people you know, that do that as well. So what, what is the name of this tool? Z-Wave Toolbox. We kept it simple. Z-Wave <laughs> Toolbox. Got it. Z-Wave Toolbox. Okay. And now, I know you said that CES may not really be uh, your target audience, but while you were there, what was the overall um, feedback that you had gotten about this new tool that you'd created? I would say at CES, we had some interest, but we were definitely overshadowed by, you know, the, this, you know, the series, the, uh, the, the, uh, what was the name? The Google assistant had a new product that was very close to us. And, you know, the uh, Amazon Alexa's, Oh, uh, did, did, uh, did, was it uh, the Google one, like their little stand-up screen or whatever the hell that was? Yeah, they had a little stand-up screen, and they also had uh, one of the uh, items that was uh, in our, uh, it was Milo, you know, it was actually a pretty cool device uh, that was, uh, you know, right next to us. So they got a lot of, a lot of press, uh, and I think that CES was definitely that kind of show. Yeah. You know, the, the show of, hey, what's, what's going on? and uh, what's new and what's shiny. And you know what? We really don't care about uh, diagnostics or anything else because everything's going to work perfectly and it's going to be fine. <laughs> People uh, only knew. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those things. And, you know, it was, uh, it was nice to be there and it was nice to uh, – but I definitely say we got a better reception at Cedia and ISC West. You know, sure. Well, it's more our crowd. Yeah, okay. I was just going to say, for, for, so people – who may not be from this industry or maybe don't know what the acronym is meaning. CES is the consumer electronic show that happens every year in Las Vegas, uh, typically in early January, I believe. And as it states in the name, it's for consumers. However, there are people like the Z-Wave Alliance and the Z-Wave Pavilion. Google was there this year, which is a bit different than we had seen in the past years, but they had their huge setup, you know, showcasing IOT and their devices. Right. So that was really, in my opinion, what, was kind of taking the draw of the, of the show, right? I think people were really excited about that because that's sort of where industry is going with voice control and things like that. What can we connect in simple little app-based devices and little internet-connected devices for not necessarily the integrator, but more so the consumer, the homeowner, right? For people that can't necessarily afford uh, a full-scale automation system, that like the idea of control from your phone, your tablet, your PC, the internet, as the IoT acronym states, Internet of Things. Uh, that's kind of it, right? But more and more integrations are happening. So um, that's what I've seen. I, I don't know. Um, CDL, like you mentioned, uh, Custom Electronic Design Installation Association, which is more geared towards the residential integration market, right? 
Correct. So yes, I, I agree. That's probably more of your target audience. But as CES has grown in the past years, um, I've seen more and more manufacturers kind of you know group together um, and showcase automation. Right. So typically, and just like how you said, right. It's, you know, the new shiny electronics, you know, you can't wait to see what's coming out in five years or whatever, right? Uh, you know, they go to see the new stuff that's that's on the roadmap, and it may not necessarily be launched right then and there. In some cases, yeah, that's the launch. Or it's it's more of like, look what we're, look what's coming from us. Um, so, yeah, it it's not, CES isn't really meant for integrators or that side of our industry, but I have seen more and more manufacturers go, right? So like you said, your company was there and the Z-Wave Pavilion and there are other manufacturers from the integration industry that have been there throughout the years sort of pooling together to make one uh, large display of like, look what we can do for you, right? But uh, CDA, IC West, uh, Infocom, IC in Europe um, or overseas has, uh, that's more, our integration market and things like that. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, but, and then, um, any plans to, to showcase this tool with, a our, our uh, integrator channel, right? Like you said, at CES, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, it wasn't really quite the quite market, but moving forward into these shows later on, you will have CD again and things like that. Do, do you, uh, plan on showing them there? We just had a very, very, uh, light, um, presence this year at uh, ISC West. Uh, we were kind of in the middle of transition and you know we, we were just so bogged down. So uh, we haven't really talked about Cedia at this point. Um, I think it would be great to go because that tends to be our people. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what we would show differently. Um, than, you know, this past four months, the toolbox started to get a lot of traction and we started to convince people, hey, you know what? It's not just something that you know, you can have, and it's a shiny new thing. It's, it's a legitimate, Hey, how many trucks do you not want to roll in a week? You know? So I, I think we got that message out and I think it would be difficult to, uh, to expand upon that. Uh, we do have some other things that we're working on that are coming down pipeline that may, uh, require us you know, to go to Cedia. Uh, but as far as right now, we haven't sat down and, uh, and made a decision yay or nay, which was probably a bad thing as we're into May right now. And, you know, <laughs> The summer's yeah. going to go quickly. Yeah. So the tool itself, right? Um, Z-Wave Toolbox. What does it run on? Is it just a piece of software that can run on anything with a web browser? Or is it something that's an app-based thing? Or how does that work? So when I started doing, when I said, hey, you know, Matt, come and help us with these apartments. You know, we don't know what's going on. I had, you know, a computer from them that had software installed. And when we had other guys that were helping us, you know, it was roughly 4,000 homes. Um, I wanted to kind of spread the wealth and say, hey, you know, we can see if we can get you some software, we can do whatever. And everybody had a different computer. Everybody had a different version. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go into software business. There's a reason why I didn't do web. And it's the same kind of reasons why I don't want to go into, into software. So what we ended up doing is we took a empty um, gateway that has Z-Wave chip in it. Uh, it was nice and clear and nice and empty. We created our own uh, software for it. So it's, a, it's basically a little gateway that you plug into electric and connects. It has built-in Wi-Fi. 
you connect it to a tablet. And just so we keep you honest, you pair it to your target gateway or panel like you would any other Z-Wave switch. That proves that you own it. There's a handshake agreement. We get the information and we can see what's going on with your, with your notes. You know, it gives you information. It color codes it for, for your entry level employee. There's a packet analyzer for the tech that wants a lot more you know, uh, information. And we kind of built it for everybody. You know? So there's something in it for, for everyone. Okay. Uh, you know, it was hard to get traction in the beginning. It was hard to say, hey, you know what? This thing isn't necessarily making me any money. It's not a switch I can put some money on. It's not something I can sell to somebody. And really, Z-Wave should actually just work, right? It just plugs and it just goes. Yeah. And, yeah. So, you know, with everything else, you know, there's environmental issues and just can sniff a lot of that kind of stuff out. I think, so, you know, from what you just told me, like, you know, it's hard at first because people are like, hey, you know, how do I sell this? I can't sell this. I, I can't do this. And what you're describing, at least with the tool, right, is more is an installer tool. Yeah, you can't charge for this tool that you own, right? If anything, you would build that into your bid and this becomes a, a, an actual tool that you would go around throughout your projects and things like that. And it's more of, um, it's, you know, is this a one-time buy that you can use across multiple projects or a licensing per project thing? It's a one-time thing. And right now we offered a firmware for a year. Okay. And now we're on more than that because I think the first year um, it was a good device, but it wasn't where I wanted it to be, right? So, and I've uh, gone back into some of these multiple, uh, multiple dwelling units and actually tested out the toolbox and said, you know, if I was a user, I probably would have a, a hard time with this or, you know what, this is a little bit too simple. Let's make it more comprehensive. So we did that. We cleaned it up. We made it a little bit faster. And then we talked to some of the bigger fish, you know, that are, are looking at it. And they said, well, we would like this and we would like this and we would like this. So we came up with some tools to, to add it in so you can find where a repeater goes. So you can uh, use it to determine if you can even put a gateway in a particular location before you install it. You know, maybe there's just too much noise. There's too many neighbors. There's too, you know, too much going on in the Z-Wave world. And this is not going to be a good space for you. So, uh, you know, so if you can do stuff like that before you drill any holes, uh, you don't have to roll a truck a second, third, fourth time. You can find out exactly where things go. Uh, people started to say, hey, you know, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I think people are still a little bit intimidated, uh, but it's not the toolbox itself, in my opinion. You know, there are some things that happen, but you're talking about trying to sniff Z-Wave traffic or you're trying to make a tool, you know, you're trying to make a panel tell you something. And there's a lot of variables that are in there, you know, and uh, so it, it can be a little bit, uh, I, I think for the first or second time, it can be a little bit, you know, rough on, on some people, but um, that's why we say practice at home, practice in your office, and then you'll be good to go the, the next time. And the flip side of that is, you know, what we did this year is we came out with a complete new comprehensive, you know, user manual that involves a little bit of case studies, uh, involves some quick things to, hey, here's eight things that you can go out right now and try from plugging it in to cleaning it up and going home. And that was a, a big showstopper for a lot of people. So you, not knowing anything about Z-Wave, can pick this up and go someplace and at least dabble. Maybe you're not going to be the engineer or the super you know, Z-Wave guru, 
um, that you know your boss wants you to be, but you can go back with a viable answer why that repeater didn't get included in the network or why uh, you know you have a flaky device that keeps dropping off the network and you don't know what's going on. So with this tool, do you currently have the ability, or maybe you're working on it, to run reports and spit them out to show you this traffic, right? So that, like, let's say I'm the installer. I'm going to a proposed project and say, you know, we're, we're thinking about deploying XYZ Z-Wave solutions or solution. Mm -hmm. And, you know, grab my tool. We, we do the job walk, whatever this happens to be. And then we start to see, like you said, there's a lot of Z-Wave traffic from neighboring properties or whatever the case may be, right? And then you can determine... Right, it's bad in this area, it's great here, this could work, but there are some issues, right? So what, could you be able to run that report and you know, and save it as a PDF or whatever it is, right? And save that information somewhere. So that's next. Uh, the, the site survey tool is, itself is pretty easy. You can do that right now. And um, since we don't have reporting on uh, PDFs yet, uh, it's simple enough that if you were an employee and you can go and you wanna show your boss something, you can go into a particular location and it will show you what that particular area looks like. And then you can do a screenshot and save it as A. And then go to the next location, you know, do a screenshot and save it as B. Okay. And that, I think that you can get away with that. Now, when you get into, you know, static maps, you know, the map is a graphic representation and it shows all the nodes and what it can see. It's color coded, so red is bad, yellow is okay, you know, dark green is, uh, is the best. Uh, and then you can actually pull these out and show each one of those. When you try to do a screenshot of that, it tends to get a little bit muddy, and I don't think that your boss is going to be really happy with the result. So sure. the next thing that I'm working on right now for our next update that will be included, uh, and you know, basically anybody who bought it from day one will be, you know, be able to get this, is similar to when you take your car or truck to be serviced, you know, they do that diagnostic test for you. They tell you how your brakes are, how your tires are, how your fluids are, and all the things that are coming up that you have to change. I want this thing to be so you go in to a particular site. And my goal and dream is this is going to be a site where a customer has a problem. Um, you go in, you run the report once, and then you do whatever the toolbox tells you to do or whatever you can interpolate from the toolbox uh, and the data that it gives you. You fix something, you know, hopefully, and then at the end of the day, you do another report, and then, yes, you'll get PDFs with color codes, and we'll say, okay, boss, I went in here, and I did this, and I went, and I'm done, and I did this, and then here's what I did for today to earn you money, and, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and just because, you know, it's an enigma. You don't see Z-Wave traffic. You know, somebody can go around, and, and they're just guessing. Sure. Um, most of my customers, they go out, and they're installers. And I ask them, and even the, the polls that I do on Facebook or, or anything else when I ask people, you know, directly. And I said, what do you guys do when you have a, you know, a, a flaky node that keeps falling off the network? I usually get three or four light switches and I install more Z-Wave light switches. So at $40 a pop, sending a truck out there and just shotgun approach, wouldn't it be nice to have this report to say, hey, this thing didn't work. Here's the proof. I put this thing in. And then at the end of the day, I can show my boss what I did and why. And I can, I can justify why I put that $40 item and I spent a half an hour installing it. Instead of I installed all these things back and I pray and I cross my fingers that I'm not going to get called from this customer tomorrow that something happened at 6 o'clock 
and the lights in the bedroom won't work anymore. So reporting is coming. Uh, it's probably going to require a little bit on my end. You yeah. know, we'll probably have to have some, you know, cloud, you know, to store these items and we're working on that now. So, um, but it's, it's definitely something that needs to be done for this tool. Uh, so you can, you know, knowing what's going on and, and thinking, you know, what's going on is great. And fixing the problem is wonderful, but proving it to somebody, whether it be your client or your boss, is, uh, is even better. Yeah, so that's exactly what I was sort of alluding to is that uh, coming from a project manager standpoint, um, like you said, whether you're the installer or the project manager or the boss, having this data before and after and then with the work is great for the, the project manager or the boss or whomever. So you can see, okay, well, what am I paying my guys for? How long is it actually taking them? We bid X amount of hours, this X, Y, Z. Why am I losing money? What's going on? I need to compile this information, store it in my project folders, whatever, however my business runs. And not only that, your your customer, homeowner, whomever uh, on the project is probably going to want to know, you know, what am I being billed for? Are they actually doing work? They say they did all the stuff and I got a bill but what am I actually getting, right? You, like I said, you can't see the Z-Wave, you can't see the errors, you can't see that kind of stuff that doesn't, it's not something you can physically see until the Z-Wave uh, toolbox, right? So that was the reason behind my, you know, reporting and things like that. Can you save this sort of information? Can you build from that, um, you know, these PDFs and, and, you know, show the stages, the progression of, of what's going through for per person and things like that, report, log, log errors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because data is very important just depending on how you use it. But the example that we were talking about now is probably one of the most important reasons to have that kind of data. Correct. Yeah. I, I think, if you, like I said, if you can prove something and, you know, going along with that, so if you do a sniffer trace and you have somebody that uh, looks at it and right now uh, we have the toolbox that it's meant to, you're supposed to go out and you use it, you get a trace of a, a couple minutes and you see how a particular device you know, talks to one another. And with you know, a couple of days experience getting used to it, you can you know, learn enough to make yourself dangerous. Uh, what we would like to do is along with the reporting uh, and having that cloud is perhaps a service that, hey, you know what? You just go down there, I'm stumped. I don't know what's going on. And here's a trace. Let me send it back to zwaveproducts.com. Let me have one of their experts look at it and have a Z-Wave guru, which is probably not gonna be me, <laughs> Probably, you know, one of our developers and, and, you know, have them look at it. And, uh, these guys, uh, you know, they, they look at it just like, you know, in the matrix, you know, I always make fun of them because they're, they're sitting there and they, you know, they, they all see blonde, you know, brunette, redhead, you know, <laughs> bunch of lions. And, uh, so they'll come back and they'll say, yeah, you know, you're, you're not getting this or you're not getting that. And so that's kind of built into that reporting and taking the next step, taking this from a toolbox that is going to be something that is done at the moment to something that's part of a bigger picture uh, of, you know, and kind of kind of fits along with what Z-Way Products is trying to do as far as being, you know, the value-added installer, you know? So it's something that you can't go to Amazon for, it's something you can't go to Home Depot for. They're not gonna be able to answer that question, but you being an installer, I'm gonna be able to help you out in one way or shape or form. And this is something that we decided that we could, uh, you know, move forward with. So, there are other companies doing what I'm about to ask, but with your Z-Wave toolbox, is there any projections for adding uh, remote monitoring once you've left the project? 
right? So like we're talking about saving on truck rolls, right? So remote monitoring on a project so you can see those same sort of uh, errors or traffic and things like that. So that way, you know, something happens, you can see what's going on. And when before, before you get a call or uh, when you get the call, you can say, oh, yeah, it looks like you have X, Y, Z happening in, you know, in the in the sunroom or, or wherever, right? Um, anything like that projected for this toolbox. So with a little bit of IP savvy and a little bit of on-site, you know, uh, knowledge or cooperation from the IT manager of the prop, the property, uh, you could do that now. Uh, you can, uh, with the exception of maybe having long-term packet analyzer traces, you know, we do see people running four or five days worth of information and then the toolbox itself, you know, clogs up, it gets latent. Uh, mm. so we're, we're working on that. We've never really looked at it as that kind of tool because, you know, I, I don't want to look through 40,000 lines of code and try to figure out what's going on anyway. And I don't know how anybody as smart as they would, would do that. But what we do recommend is if you think that you're having environmental issues and you want to leave a toolbox for a week, uh, you can run the spectrum analyzer for a whole week. Uh, you can put it on the network. You know, it has a Cat5 cable. You can open your port forwards. We may do part of the cloud service is mm -hmm. something where you don't have to open any. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll work it out so you can have a agreement where you start from the toolbox and it will open up ports automatically back to the cloud. You log into your account and you'll be able to see it that way. Uh, that's not visible yet. But right now, if you want you know, to put it on somebody's network, uh, open up the two ports, get the remote ID. You can look at it and say, okay, um, my guys were there all day today from nine to five. They babysat this whole network and it was perfect. There was nothing going on. I had the toolbox results. I have everything going on. Everything was crystal clear. And then we got home and I pulled the truck, you know, into the lot. I went inside and here's the irate customer telling me it's 615 and, you know, I'm having these problems again. So is it an environmental issue? You know, is grandma turning on a baby monitor? Is, you know, what, what's going on? So that's yeah. why we people in those instances, when you're looking to, you know, you want to use a spectrum analyzer for a long term, yeah, put it on the, put it on the network. Um, the trouble that we have with, well, not, not even trouble. The, the, the one caveat that I would say as far as leaving this for any of the other ideas. So we have two parts of the toolbox. We have a live test where you can ping nodes you know, in real time from the toolbox. And then when you join with a Z-Wave controller, you can see what the routing table is. So that Z-Wave module will show you what's on there, what it thinks it is, but it's not real time. So I don't know if you're gonna necessarily get any benefit from looking at it remotely, unless you're going to also remotely trigger a maintenance or a heal. Yeah. So. Well, so that scenario we're talking about leaving the spectrum analyzing analyzer running for a day two days a week that as a service could be a great um selling point right absolutely so for those people like well, I don't, i'm not sure how i could sell this that exact scenario because yeah. not i mean because you're not just letting it run for a week someone now has to go through that data right so that in itself could be you know a cost of whatever to whomever and however you seem fit as long as yep. people agree upon it, because you know, once you've you know run the course of that, you now have to go back through and pour through the data and take notes and, and really determine what's going on. It could be nothing that you can see, but 
someone still has to do that work. So that I think is a great selling point as one feature, right? The tool in itself is another great selling point. And if you don't still understand why this tool is important, re-listen to everything we just said, <laughs> because it in itself is a, is a great tool, right? It's something that didn't exist prior to zwaveproducts.com creating this. So having this tool, I would say if you're a Z-Wave installer, uh, integrator, a guy in the field who is on a project and there is Z-Wave products or you know, neighbor, or you don't have any of that stuff, but that doesn't mean that the neighboring uh, buildings, homes, and surrounding areas don't have some sort of Z-Wave interference coming through. So this tool in itself, I would say, could be a very crucial tool to have in your, in your toolbox or tool mm-hmm. bag. Um, so yeah, I think that this could be great for Z-Wave people and non-Z-Wave uh, integrators because of you know the interference and things like that. It's just a great way to sort of like snip out and see if there could be any potential problems, if there is any potential problems, and how to identify them. I think that in itself is the selling point. I don't know what this toolbox costs, but it sounds like something that is a great tool to have. So retail price of the toolbox is two forty nine. Okay. Um, I have gotten some initial, you know, uh, fluster, you know, from some installers. Hmm. Uh, two of the ones that gave me the hardest time, uh, one of them called me back, and, I'm sorry, wrote me back, let's be fair, wrote me back and said, I used this for 30 minutes on a site. I found that one of my devices was transmitting. It was stuck in transmitting mode all the time. Hmm. Uh, in 30 minutes, I found out something that was bothering me for weeks. So right there, um, I, I couldn't have done it any other way. So that was kind of a neat thing, you know, and the fact yeah. that he was, he was kind of, you know, bristly about, ah, you know, <laughs> how am I going to do it? And, um, you know, because most of our customers, you know, they don't, we love Z-Wave, okay? You know, it's, it's in our name. We, we could be zigbeeproducts.com. We could be wifiproducts.com. Sure. You know, all of us kind of got into this and, you know, we, you know, whether we drank the Kool-Aid or whether we actually believe it, you know, that's to be determined. But, you know, we like the protocol. We like the things that we sell. We like the companies that we work with. And we think it's the best. A lot of our customers don't care at all. You know, they're installers and they, they offer 15 different kind of protocols. So, sure. you know, getting another toolbox or another tool, you know, especially one that costs 250 bucks. Um, it takes a little bit of, you know, coaxing, uh, especially if you have a Wi-Fi, you know, device that you can put on your phone, you know, and it costs either nothing, or if you get a professional model, it costs 50 bucks. Uh, it, it's kind of one of those things where it does take a little, you know, hey, you know what, let me s- sit back or, hey, you know what, I, I have a problem and let me figure this out. Um, well, but- $250 in my opinion at retail, Honestly, for the things that we just described and the solutions and the time savings and what it is capable of and what sounds like is coming, I feel is a fair price. And I, knowing, knowing that going in, I would have no problems paying that kind of money. I can give you an example of some, a very similarly priced tool. Let's take a, a fluke meter, uh, an electrical tester uh, for measuring voltage, impedance, ohms, ratings, up to a thousand volts right is about the same price roughly right and they have tools from that company that you know 
analyze different spectrum and things like that. They cost way beyond that, but they only serve a single purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'm not knocking Fluke in any way. I actually have a few meters, and they are great. They're rock solid, but they are very single serving. They don't have the ability to be updated, and they can't do more than their single select few functions, right? So for what you're providing, I think is a far greater tool uh, at that price than other things in the market. And I, and I just use Fluke as an example. Again, I don't have any issues with that company. I love their tools. I would just give an example. So yeah, to some people, maybe that's a lot of money for what they think they're getting. But in that same example, like you said, you had a guy or uh, a gentleman or person who was a bit flustered at first, but then within 30 minutes was able to solve his problems that it was bugging him for a week to try and figure out prior to owning this tool and was able to identify it. And I'm assuming change it out and fix it within that 30 minute time frame. So, so yeah, that, that, that one simple 30 minutes worth it. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where we just spent, you know, 45 minutes talking about how, uh, how bad Z-Wave is and you need a tool to fix it. Uh, I assure people that Z-Wave does usually work. Um, but it's one of those things where this guy had a particular problem. And when he said he spent weeks on it, you know, I was like, well, how many hours a day, you know, th- does that mean? Does that mean you looked at it once every day for, or you went and rolled a truck or is this a person's house or is this your house? And, uh, you know, and you spent weeks on it. You know, that's, that's a little disconcerting one issue. Um, so even if he had a hundred su- successes in that, you know, uh, in that time span with Z-Wave, you know, it was that one thing until this tool, he had no way of fixing it. Yeah. So it's, uh, kind of a good feeling. So to touch on what you were saying about, you know, sort of saying like Z-Wave having issues, I'm not trying to convey the message, message that Z-Wave has issues or problems. Everything on the market today is going to have some sort of problems. Your car, <laughs> your home, you know, your cell phone that you're probably have, like dialed into this podcast and is going to have some issues. It's something that happens, right? Technology. Right. It's, it's just the, it's just the way that things work, right? Things get updated, things get broken, they get fixed. Uh, and sometimes you just can't figure out why it's something it's going to happen. Um, there are other wireless protocols that are susceptible to the same thing, right? So, uh, a lot of things are broadcasted on, on certain, um, gigahertz, uh, wireless protocol, right? So a certain wavelength rather, that are broadcasting that you think are working well, but at the same time, I can tell you that LED lighting, and not all, but a lot of LED lighting interferes with some wireless protocols. And I've seen this firsthand, right? So I've, I've installed some wireless shades, and I don't want to say the manufacturer, but, and I love them by the way, uh, that they didn't work when the LED lighting, you know, two feet above that was on right? It was, it was transmitting some interference. When the light was off, the shades worked just fine. So while some people might say, oh, you know, it's great. Wireless is the future. Yeah, it probably is. But there are other things that could interfere that may not have been tested at that point in time. Things can get updated. Things can be fixed. So again, I'm not bashing on Z-Wave or any oh, one specific not. person. Yeah. No. I just, well, I, and I wanted to let other people know that as well. I, I, I did realize that we just spent 45 minutes talking about how to you know, fix, you know, Z-Wave and identify problems. This is more of a tool to help identify potential problems, identify if there is problems because 
like I just said, yeah, things are going to happen, you know, and this helps you identify how to fix them to figure out what's going on. No matter what we're talking about, something is going to happen. And it's just on, on how you act to that react and identify and how much time you can save trying to figure it out basically. Sure. So that being said, the Z wave toolbox sounds pretty freaking awesome, man. And that seems like sort of the newest update to zwaveproducts.com. Aside the toolbox, where would you say, and if you can say, is the future of zwaveproducts.com? So our, our next big deal uh, is a, a new brand, uh, a new brand we're taking on. We will be the ex exclusive distributor for Z-Link, Z-L-I-N-K. Uh, hmm. And what Z-Link came to be, uh, is the one thing that we notice about Z-Wave as a whole, you know, because it has a commonality and interoperability from the Z-Wave Alliance, thank you Z-Wave Alliance, um, there wasn't a lot of solutions that we saw that were very comprehensive. So if you had a particular device, like let's say a water sensor, uh, one particular device might have five features that you wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, another one would have two features that you wanted. And there was nothing that was comprehensive that put all those things together and then gave it to you at a very good price. So we were approached by Z-Link uh, and they started an Indiegogo campaign, actually to get them started. And we talked to them a little bit and we were kind of excited about that. And they said, hey, we need some place to sell. Uh, they started showing us what products that they're bringing to market. And uh, we said, hey, you know, we want to work with you guys. So we do handle all the, you know, the big brands uh, for Z-Wave. Uh, but uh, one of the newest will be Z-Link. And uh, that probably will go into effect next week. So that's pretty neat. Cool. Very cool. Uh, I'm excited, man. Now, what, what else about ZWaveProducts.com? have we not mentioned if we haven't that we should mention? So we, uh, we had a, uh, an interesting, it's been an interesting time, a lot of new things. So, uh, Mon Tuesday, Tuesday, we had our first training. Uh, we, uh, we invited our installers, uh, to Rutherford, New Jersey, and we hosted a training for Fabaro. Uh, Fabaro representatives came out and put on a CDO one-on-one training for us. Uh, for our customers. And I've been using Fumbaro for three years now, uh, maybe two and a half, three years of my four years at zwaveproducts.com. And even I learned things, you know, it's, it's you can uh, teach an old dog new tricks and uh, it was pretty neat. And I think that the installers that, that came uh, learned a whole bunch and they learned about how to make it more profitable for the people that they're going to buy and sell and even general Z-Wave you know, type good operating procedures. And so that's the one next thing that we started. We want to do a lot more of these training programs, um, maybe with a bunch of different uh, vendors, you know, maybe not the same one each time, maybe uh, a couple, you know, you know, uh, a couple times a year. Yeah. And then uh, we also plan on doing some training uh, in smaller chunks for, uh, for our installers uh, at our uh, location in Munaki. So that's cool. something that we really, uh, oh, we wanted to do for a long time and we just, 
started uh, getting into that just to add to the, the value added, you know, retailer. So the website, uh, because I didn't ask, and you just mentioned your physical location, while zwaveproducts.com is an online distributor with extra added value knowledge base for people, I, I sound like integrator specifically, you know, right? I think you have to be an integrator to purchase from you. Is that correct? No, you can, we, we have, uh, you know, we have three classes. Uh, we have uh, partners that we, we do, um, you know, the MDU program that we run outside of New York City uh, is, you know, we have two partners in that. Uh, we have uh, other things that are on the fire with people like that. Uh, we also, the bulk of our business is the installer, uh, but not exclusively. You know, we do get the B2C, the you know, consumer, you know, the CES crowd. Uh, they come to us and, you know, they buy. Um, maybe not as, as much, but, you know, when, when, we, when they need something as far as, hey, I'm not sure what the best product for this, uh, you know, we're always around to answer the questions. And, you know, then, hey, you know what? They helped me out. They got me the right, maybe not the most expensive, but they got me the best, you know, uh, device for my particular needs. Yeah. And, you know, so it works out that way. Do you, does your uh, company offer any sort of online education about Z-Wave, Z-Wave products or, and your, your tool? So we don't have any formal uh, training and we don't have any credits toward like a CDA program like we did on Tuesday, but we do have a learn section. We're actually upgrading that as part of our, revamped website uh, it's yeah. going to be uh, the moniker is going to be changed to knowledge instead of learn uh, and we're going to come up with uh, just new content you know obviously we have the general what is z-wave and i have some problems and where do i find it and how do i buy it and uh, but we're we're changing our tact a little bit we have uh, a help desk that is staffed by experts and you know you can ask a question so we're kind of doing a, um, hey, you know what? We're going to change that to ask an expert to more of like a, hey, you know, do-it-yourself kind of crowd. Um, yeah. But we're also going to say, hey, you know what? I kind of stepped in this a little bit too far. And there's something new for us is the do-it-with-me approach. You know, Ooh. so hey, where can I find an installer? And you know what? Lo and behold, we have thousands of customers that are installers. And they're all over the country. Uh, cool. So we can really help you out and pair two together and say, you know, here's Bob, here's Sally, you know, God, you know, and, you know, install your switches and, and go to town. Very so cool. That's uh, something that, you know, we recently uh, started doing. Um, but uh, yeah, to answer your question, we don't have any kind of needs or minimums or, or anything like that. You, we'd still try to offer solid uh, products, good pricing, good knowledge, you know, for, for anybody that, that is looking for Z-Way stuff. That's an interesting approach. I like that. And I like where your company is sort of restructuring and, and offering these, you know, the, the knowledge um, versus learning, pairing a, an installer with maybe a do-yourselfer or homeowner or somebody that may not have that knowledge on how to install it correctly or, or want to do that, right? Um, I like the fact that you have this new tool that sounds like it, it has so many different directions it could be added on and, and build upon. I like... Um, the, the, the idea of being an online distributor with this extra added value as just a, your typical distributor. Yeah, you know, I can get you X, Y, Z, no big deal. Here we go, right? I, I think that's a good way to sort of differentiate yourself from others out there. I think that uh, you have a great business model. I like that you kind of, you know, are, are sort of just kind of out there for the installers, you know, the homeowners, the building owners, people that are interested, right? You can pair the two depending on what the, the concept is. And, um, 
Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see some shows. I, well, I don't think I'll make it to Cedia this year. Um, maybe next year or something like that. Or maybe, you know, we'll see you at Infocom some some year or, you know, as things expand, maybe you'll head over to, you know, ISC or something like that. Um, that will be cool. Yeah. Um, I think this is a great place to end the show. Okay. And as we progress, your tool grows, your company grows, these services get added. I'd love to have you back. Um, you can be back as you again. You can be back with your team. You can be back with anyone you'd like, and, or if it's just you, we can talk about anything and everything. And if you ever want to talk technology, Z-Wave, pitfalls, uh, things like that, anything as long as it, it talks to you, or solutions, right? Um, or, or just pray Z-Wave all day, I'd love to have you back and talk about that. All right, great. Yeah, so everyone, if you hadn't caught the name of the website like a handful of times yet, it's zwaveproducts.com. Go there, start, learn. Um, if you have any questions, you can, I'm sure you can find you know, contact info there. But if you're more of a social person like myself and you want to tweet at them, go ahead. It's at zwaveproducts.com. They're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash zwaveproducts.com. If you want to get a little more visual, head over to YouTube. They've got a page there. They're on Pinterest as well. It's uh, pinterest.com forward slash Z-Wave products. And then check them out on LinkedIn if you want to, you know, get the ins and outs of the business or connect with them. And maybe you want to apply for a job. I don't know. I think I know a guy that would probably give you a job if you know what you're doing there. So for people who want to reach out to me, you want to give me constructive criticism and not just a bunch of rants. Um, my personal email at rave is uh, Johnny J O H N N Y at ravepubs.com. And then if you're done listening to me talk on this show, why don't you check out some of the other really good shows that are different than mine, but really, really cool and unique at ravepubs.com under the rave radio tab. There is a slew of different shows from different points of views from all walks of life within the AV technology, uh, it industry integration industry that are all very unique and very, very cool. Different hosts. I host another one with Victoria that will be at Infocom. It is the Trade Show Minute, much, much shorter than the one you've listened to now if you've made it this far into the show. It's only 15 minutes tops, but we're typically at a trade show recording, posting every 15 minutes. So there are far more of those than there are of this. And again, if you have any more questions for me, it's uh, johnny at ravepubs.com or if you want to Tweet at me, it's at jmoto3 there, Instagram, at ab underscore insider on Snapchat, and Johnny Moto on Facebook, uh, same on Google Plus or wherever. But just Google me, say hi, send me a letter, send me some hate mail. Someone from my assistance crew will get back to you in an email format, and if it's typed out poorly, don't get mad. He's a teenage, four-legged, furry, small, small little chihuahua. He's all paws and no thumbs, so be gentle. Everyone, this has been AV Insider. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next show. Matthew, thank you so much time for your knowledge, your time, and efforts. I do appreciate it. Thanks for having me.